Welcome to CII Radio. I'm Tim Groves, Program Development and Partnerships Manager for the Chartered Insurance Institute. In this episode, Claire Lashbrook discusses with Martin Cox about his career path and role as a data analyst. This is a special series called The Evolving Profession, charting new careers in the insurance claims community. Our claims community board members will be speaking to colleagues about their roles and how they got into them. This is the second episode in this series. In this episode of the podcast, Claire Lashbrook, board member of the CII claims community, will be interviewing Martin Cox, data analyst at the Claims Consortium Group. Here is a discussion between Claire and Martin. Hello, I'm Claire Lashbrook, Director of Property Claims at Claims Consortium Group. Hi, I'm Martin and I'm currently a data analyst uh, for Claims Consortium Group. So, Martin, could you give me a bit of uh, background to your career to date, specifically how long you spent in claims and what sort of kind of jobs you did? Yeah, so my, I guess my kind of career... Uh, background is quite varied. You know, I've worked in everything from wine tasting to technical support for big clients like John Lewis, etc. Um, but all of my roles have kind of been customer facing, uh, and my insurance background spans cumulatively almost 15 years. Uh, previously, for insurers such as Aviva, and obviously more recently working with Claims Consortium Group for probably you know nine, almost 10 years now. Uh, in insurance, I started out as a personal incident manager, uh, as it used to be called, and essentially just kind of worked my way up from there. Um, what interested you about your current role in terms of making that move out of claims and into your new role? Yeah, I mean, you know, it was um, a kind of big step for me, um, but I've always been interested in data in some degree. And as times passed, I've seen more and more introduction and reliance on data to kind of understand more about our business. Naturally, this kind of additional insight um, provide a lot of information that you can kind of easily get access to because it just wasn't collected. Um, and I find myself kind of naturally gravitating towards more and more into delving into some of that data to understand more about our business and how that could kind of help me manage my claims and also later on in my career, my teams, and also what you know insight we could provide to our insurers as clients, you know, on that data as well. Um, and I guess, Claire, it's just kind of grown from there, you know. So when a data analyst role came up and I'd accumulated, you know, quite a number of years of actually working with data more and more as data became more popular in, in our business, um, it just felt like the right fit for me to try and get into data full time, really. And um, what are the key challenges and opportunities in the role you're in now? Uh, you do, do you know what I mean? That's a great question. I think... The biggest challenges are probably too much data and not doing anything constructive with that. Um, you know, as a business institution, as an industry, we need to kind of make sure we're asking the right questions of data to give us answers to provide genuine insight into whatever it is we want to understand more of. Perhaps that's customer behavior, perhaps that's pricing, efficiencies, drivers of, you know, complaints, uh, in insurance, peril hotspots, all those kind of kind of like big questions. Um, and, you know, in terms of opportunities, often I've seen data used just to kind of reinforce opinions. Um, but really, 
it needs to be used to uncover truths uh, and more about challenging aspects that, that the industry faces so we can have a hope of kind of improving those aspects and essentially that means improving the lives of people who you know are involved in the industry but also use industry products you know such as the end users on policy holders etc um so yeah that's that's probably it it's quite interesting in terms of your background and claims. Do you think that you're, when you're analysing the data now and looking at it, do you feel that you are looking for the outcomes you expect to see? Has that like hindered or like tampered your ability to look at things objectively? Yeah, I, you, I mean, again, another great question. And I, I think as humans, we're always going to have a, a natural tendency for bias, you know, in, in some of our decision makings. Um, so, you know, when you're in a... In a, in a claim-facing, customer-facing role, when you're, you're kind of receiving the data as an end user and you're looking at data, it, it could be challenging to not see that data tie up with, you know, the, the results you've been putting in on the ground or your team have been putting in. Um, but now in the data role, you know, you can look at it more objectively and holistically and just say, okay, providing the inputs into that data were correct, then, you know, this data is just tells a story on its own. And then it's down to the stakeholders of, you know, the end, the end users of that data really to, to formulate whether, you know, that is what they want or actually they want something else and need something else. And considering people listening today that might be considering that role in a data team or making that breakout of claims into data, what sort of skills or knowledge are you using in your new role that you actually kind of picked up in claims? Um, I, I think understanding the aspects of what feeds into what produces this thing we call data. I actually couldn't imagine really working in this role having not had the understanding that I have in the frontline aspects of working in, in claims. Um, for me, I just, for me personally, I just think it would have been a harder time to understand what this data is and what it means. So, you know, those skills I've kind of learned in terms of looking at the data, tying up the data, what that means into day-to-day -day journey of claims and clients and teams and what these aspects mean and where that goes on the system and where I'm naturally and me and my team are inputting things on the system, understanding those fields and what that means for customer outcomes and customer interactions with the portal and our systems, kind of all those end pieces, you know, being tied up in my head and understanding that fundamentally meant that when I go and look at the back end of the data and the back end of those systems, it's given me a really unique ability to really just tie those two things up completely. And if someone from operations, you know, asks me for data, I know exactly what it is that they need rather than speculating or assuming what they need, sending it out and it being wrong uh, and that causing issues in itself, you know, even because the data is wrong or the person doesn't understand it's wrong and then getting the incorrect outcomes because of that. And in terms of sort of personality traits or character, what makes the ideal candidate to move into the data team? Um, yeah, I mean, I'd, I would say analytical, logical, autonomous. I don't want to say antisocial because that's probably quite a negative stereotype about people who work in IT and, and, and data aspects. But there is something to understand and face up from the start about what you're getting into um, with data because often it's often at times it's just you and the data you know you, you are working with teams but they're also working on their aspect with the data and you're not necessarily working collaboratively in real time like you would be on an operational floor 
Um, so you have to be kind of mindful of that. Um, so it could be quite jarring or even undesirable if you rely on that sociability aspect in the workplace. Um, you know, so if, you, if you're able to work on your own and you find that quite comfortable, you know, and you can kind of zone in, just focus on what you need to do, then those kind of personality traits, I think, would would fit you really well and, and serve you really well in, in those kind of roles for data. Oh, super interesting. And in terms of how the role is going to evolve in the future, is there anything up and coming or that you see that you're going to need to do more often to in your job role going forward? I think so, yeah. You know, AI is a hot topic right now, um, both in data and in IT. And, you know, there's a lot of talk about AI replacing programmers and replacing data analysts and replacing all those kind of jobs. Um, you know, if someone asked me the question, do I think AI would replace me and those around me you know, doing similar roles? I think probably 20, 30 years. Yeah, quite probably, you know. Um, but during that time, there's going to be a leveraging of, of those technologies and AI to make data person kind of more efficient and better equipped to do their job. I guess, you know, akin to things like, uh, you know, canal diggers, you know, used to dig canals by hand, but now would use, you know, heavy machinery and big excavators to do it, such as a, a kind of data engineer or data analyst or an IT person are just going to use these tools to kind of make their role easier and, and more powerful. Um, so, yeah, you know, I'm not really worried about it. I, I just think it's there to be leveraged, um, you know, and utilized to, again, provide better outcomes and more efficiency. And this one might be a bit premature because I know you've recently moved into the department, but where do you, what do you see as your next move in your career? Yeah, hard, hard to say right now uh, because I'm so fresh and, you know, data has a lot of sub-disciplines. There's data analysts, there's data engineer, there's data science, there's machine learning engineers. And all of those things kind of have some overlap, but they're separate kind of specialties in their own right. Um, so for me, it remains to be seen, but if I had to pick one now, I'd probably say data engineer in the future. That's more about architecting um, certain kind of what we call pipelines to feed areas of data from one system into another. And then other people can use that to, to kind of create dashboards and visual things that end users in any kind of department or area could use. Thank you. Um, this is probably more of a broad one, but how do you think um, your newly acquired skill set can enhance claims performance in future years? Hard to say, really. Um, I guess if we could build algorithms that predict when and where claims are going to go wrong, uh, days or even weeks before they actually go wrong, uh, then we can prevent that happening in the first place. You know, that'd be great outcomes for customers. Um, and obviously, it will provide cost savings to, to everybody involved in that aspect and that journey. Um, you know, as with everything, prevention is almost always better than fixing things after the fact. So you know, being able to predict those outcomes, I think it's going to be desirable. Um, that's just kind of one flavor that could change the lives of so many people involved, not least the customer, because, um, you know, what about the claims handler receives the angry customer, you know, because things are going on too long for the customer. The client has to pay out compensation, which ultimately feeds into the overall increase in premiums for everyone. Um, so you can see how kind of solving one area in a preventative way kind of benefits the whole industry ecosystem and people's jobs could be more by adding true value rather than kind of fixing broken things you know which i think everybody everybody can get engaged with and, and provides more kind of engagement at, at the kind of user level as well yeah absolutely they all say that the point of claim is the shop window really for all of our consumers and in terms of building yeah 
consumer trust and public trust and insurance without that that claims service there then um kind of fighting losing battle so definitely completely agree with that complaints mitigation piece that's a great idea uh, and just to close off then what's the one piece of advice you'd give to someone who's interested in pursuing your, your current career path I'd say biggest piece of advice I could say is firstly, don't be afraid about going for it, you know, because you maybe you don't feel you're right fit or whatever. Data and IT roles are so varied, you know, and there's so many different disciplines that, you know, there's probably a right fit for everybody in, you know, every kind of person. Um, but also make sure you're adaptable, embrace change. Um, I'm a member of a few kind of data science, data analytics uh, kind of forums and chat groups um many people up in arms about the AI, ai impacts and you know kind of scared about job losses and things like that my advice would be don't be resistant to the change um instead adapt to the change and become skilled up on using that new technology uh you know to kind of improve your role and improve how you're operating for you know everybody else in your role because that in itself will become a skill in its own right and you'll kind of always remain current and always remain in demand then Thank you. Thanks so much for speaking to me today. I really appreciate that. You're welcome. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Claire and Martin. It's great to hear how you got into your role and what it involves. Do look out for the next episode in the series and, of course, listen to the previous episode on CII Radio. And finally, thank you for listening to this episode of CII Radio. To find out more, visit thejournal.cii.co.uk forward slash podcast or follow our LinkedIn page, CII Claims Community, and on Twitter at CII Group and at CII Claims. Until next time, goodbye.